Welcome to the Ideal Relationship Roadmap podcast, a podcast about the relationship with yourself and with others. My name is Dr. Ayat Mekki. I'm a master coach and a trainer of coaches in the field of neurolinguistic programming. The goal of this podcast is to support you on your healing journey from previous relationships as well as support you to get to know yourself on a deeper level and to unlock everything that is standing in the way of you and finding your ideal partnership. Thank you for listening and let's start this week's episode. Welcome back everyone. I am so happy that you decided to join me again today and listen to episode 4 Self-love through self-compassion. I am fascinated about the topic of self-compassion. It is something that I had very little of for myself. I'm sure many of you will relate to today's episode and will resonate with what I'm going to share. Before we continue listening, I want you to consider the following themes for today's episode. Are you someone who is highly ambitious, highly driven, and as a result, have become someone who is highly critical of yourself. When you make a mistake, do you extend grace to yourself or do you beat yourself up? If you have said a word or spoken about something that you shouldn't have spoken about, do you fall into shame and regret? Or do you move on quickly? Have you grown up with a critical parent or a critical caregiver who, no matter what you did, it was never enough? If you resonate with any of those questions that I've just asked, then you are going to enjoy today's episode. Before diving in to today's episode, I am a huge fan of etymology and finding the origin of words. So when I was searching for the origin of the word compassion, I found out that the origin of the word is from the late Latin compassionem, which is sympathy. It is the feeling of sorrow or deep tenderness for one who is suffering or experiencing misfortune. The translation of compassion is to suffer with. And isn't this interesting? 
because the literal meaning is sharing of affliction or suffering with another and instead of allowing ourselves to suffer with ourselves and hold a space of sympathy and compassion for ourselves we often find that we are our harshest critics we beat ourselves up we are so harsh and critical and so hard on ourselves but I'm here to tell you that this is not your fault it is your responsibility to change this behavior yes but it is not your fault that you have become a self-critical perfectionist who doesn't give themselves enough grace oftentimes when we have the voice of the harsh critic built in inside of us it is because we have grown up with highly critical parents or parent or caregivers and it is often that one person or could be multiple but one person in our life who chose to teach us through harsh criticism who no matter what we did and no matter how hard we have tried we weren't able to please it seemed as though nothing was ever enough and there was always encouragement and a push to become better and to do better even when we were doing a great job this is not to blame the parent or the caregiver or the teacher or the role model not at all because that person did the best they could even if now you think that their best is not good enough it was the best they could parents will parent their children according to how they were parented we model the behavior that we have seen in front of us and as children our biggest role models are our parents so if you haven't felt that you were acknowledged that you were told you are a source of pride the words I am proud of you are the words that you wished you heard but never received this is not your fault you haven't done anything to deserve feeling this way because from the divine perspective you are whole you are complete you are worthy and your worthiness is not associated to anything that you need to do it is innate and it is inside of you regardless of what results or what life or what outcomes you have 
experienced in life. This is a reminder that, yes, we may have grown up with the voice of harsh criticism, but we don't have to continue inflicting the pain onto ourselves. In fact, our responsibility is to change this. Our responsibility is to become self-compassionate with ourselves, to become the voice of kindness and the voice of love with our own selves. And in order to do this, you really want to begin catching yourself and catching the narrative, catching the words that you speak with yourself. It is time to change it because chances are it has brought you far, but it's brought you far with a lot of pain and struggle. And the more you speak harshly to yourself, the more you perpetuate the feeling of not enough, the belief of not enough, the belief of I am not worthy. So let us change. I have been my own harshest critic. I was so critical of myself to the point that I would remember an incident that happened years before and I would literally cringe from the memory of a mistake that I have done or a word that I have said that I wish I could have taken back. Instead of teaching myself that it is okay, we may all make mistakes and I'm going to do better the next time, I was someone who was really, really, really hard on myself. I am a very ambitious woman. I have achieved everything that I have put my mind to. And now, reflecting on my journey, it wasn't easy. It wasn't enjoyable. Because the feeling of having to prove yourself and your worth only brings sadness and suffering and suppression. I didn't get to enjoy the journey. Everything was a struggle. I can't remember one thing that I really, really wanted that I haven't had to work hard for and, I, and that I didn't experience a big disappointment before it came true or before I achieved it. And I found myself wondering, what is the point? What is the point of all of this suffering? Clearly, it is working. I'm pushing myself. I'm being productive. I am achieving my milestones. I am being the person that I want to be. But at what expense? And one day, I found myself losing a huge part of my life, which was my beloved career before coaching. I found myself at the end of a big battle with my um, employer. 
I found myself being unfairly terminated from a job that I so, so loved. And that was a turning point for me. I found myself choosing to fight, choosing to prove that I was unfairly dismissed, filing a lawsuit, and eventually winning the lawsuit. But through it all, it was a very, very, very challenging time for me. And I remember asking myself, what will I do now? That career is all I knew. I absolutely loved and adored it. I was at the height of my success. And where do I go now? How do I rebuild from this? How do I stop this suffering? And obviously my language with myself wasn't good. It was really, really bad actually. And I blamed myself for a lot of things. I, the same criticism that I gave myself, I found myself receiving as well from people who are close to me. So I decided one day that soon after that incident, I decided that I'm going to turn my life around. I am going to start learning about myself. I'm going to be curious about myself, about who I am, what do I want. I'm going to edit my thoughts and edit my life and find out who is Ayat at her core. Who, who am I? I applied all the questions that I shared with you in the past episode, uh, in, on episode number two. So once I started my coaching journey, as a coach, you experience being coached. And as I delve deeper and deeper into the world of self-development, I began to understand myself and I began to understand what pushed me and what motivated me. I began to understand what was I holding on to that I suppressed for so long that, were, that was a limiting belief. And boy, I had many of those. But the most common are, I am not enough and I'm not worthy. So I've always wanted to prove my worth and I've always wanted to prove that I'm enough to others, but never to myself. So to make a long story short, I became a coach and I started learning about self-compassion. The first thing that had to go was my negative self-talk. I had to start teaching myself to speak kindness into myself. And one of the greatest tools that I to continue to use to this day with my clients is a tool of self-compassion. It is not just a tool, it is a way of life and a way of being. And initially it is really, really hard because we don't know what self-compassion is. We don't know what it means. We don't know what where to start, how to apply it, how to do it. It is, you know, it seems like this 
elusive concept, but it really isn't. And today I'm going to share with you one way that literally changed my life. It changed who I am. And I do get a lot of comments uh, on this podcast on uh, how my voice is very soothing. And I have to admit that one of the things that has changed when I started my self-development journey, I have been noticing that my voice keeps changing the more I learn the more self-compassionate and kind to myself I am, the more my voice mellows. And I have friends who like to say, oh, you sound so mellow and so soothing. And I, I do acknowledge that and I love that comment because I wasn't always like this. My voice was harsher, it was harder. My words were much more stronger. And little did I know that my words will still will become even stronger, but they ride on a wave of compassionate and loving energy. Going back to the exercise that I want to share with you to begin your journey of self-compassion, I want you to recall one person in your life that you so love and adore unconditionally no matter what they do you just can't seem to get upset with them they hold a very 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 special place in your heart it could be a pet a loved one it can be a child it can be your nephew a niece your own child it can be a best friend it is someone that no matter what happens you just cannot be harsh with them you're always very kind very sweet very nurturing and very empathetic with them do you have that person in mind i'm sure you do by now imagine that that person is going through a hard time they are suffering with something and they have come to you they have a problem or they are beating themselves up what would you say to them what would you tell them would you say oh it's your fault yes you shouldn't have but it's okay you learn your lesson and you will move on i am sure you would never talk to them like that never ever ever i'm sure you would be saying something like it's okay you did the best you could and i am here for you i want you to know that this doesn't change anything it doesn't change who you are or how amazing you are this is just a challenge that you are facing right now but i'm here for you And notice how your tone of voice, how your whole demeanor softens. You become softer when you're speaking to someone you love. You become sweeter when you're speaking to someone you love. 
you don't attack them you are not harsh with them and you are holding a space of love and compassion and imagine how amazing it would be if you can speak to yourself this way if you can find it in yourself to be so sweet loving and compassionate to yourself that would change the game for you i assure you that is going to be life-changing and as a result you will begin to love yourself because there is no self-love without self-compassion sometimes we have to allow ourselves to sit with our suffering and to reparent ourselves with the voice of the parent that we craved the attention from the most if you wanted your parent to tell you i am proud of you why not say those words to yourself i'm proud of you you're doing a great job i am here for you it's okay to be sad you are allowed to feel your feelings give yourself full permission to release those emotions and feelings emotions are energy in motion and they have to find a way to release otherwise they get stuck in your body and your feelings are often generated by those thoughts of i am not enough i am not worthy i am incapable you then get a feeling and the feelings are often quote unquote negative so what if you could just sit with yourself and allow yourself to cry through it to hit a pillow through it to sleep through it allow yourself to feel your feelings and that is to be in suffering with yourself i'm not telling you to dwell on your feelings or dwell on your emotions i'm not telling you to feed them either today i am giving you full permission to release your emotions full permission to feel your feelings and full permission to be in compassion with yourself and my hope for you is that through this process of releasing of changing the tone with yourself changing the words you use with yourself you will reach a place where self-love becomes automatic and not something you have to actively think about it becomes your default some takeaways for you today if you are someone who is harsh and critical with yourself consider that this is learned behavior behavior that you have learned from a caretaker a parent someone close to you in your life while you were growing up and that as an adult it becomes your responsibility to change and to start being self-compassionate another takeaway for you is that self-compassion means 
to suffer with yourself which means that instead of suppressing your emotions you allow yourself to release them and to be kind to yourself through the process number three give yourself full permission to feel your feelings and remember to speak kindly to yourself through the hardship number four recall someone you dearly and unconditionally love and when you are going through a disappointment or a phase where you feel like everything is dark and sad I want you to recall that person and speak to yourself the way you would speak to them if they were going through the same thing number five remember you are worthy you are enough you don't have to prove it to anyone you only have to start believing it number six and the last one be proud of who you are become proud of who you are and tell yourself that you are proud of yourself if that is a word that you wish you heard from your parent growing up I am giving you permission to repeat those words to yourself I am proud of you I really am because you are listening to this podcast which means that you are committed to your self-love journey and you are committed to bettering the relationship with yourself this is it for us today and until next time sending you loads of love and healing energy thank you for listening to the ideal relationship roadmap podcast i absolutely loved making this episode for you and i would so appreciate it if you could subscribe share this episode and leave a rating or a review I hope you enjoyed listening. Until next time, sending you so much love and healing energy.